Hey guys, Brandon Dawson here from the Tribe of Christians, and man, there are some major things happening right now over the nation with uh, Virginia's governor election, with Republicans winning that election, and what's occurring right now in the uh, New Jersey governor race, and some different congressional seats that are taking place in mayor elections uh, throughout the nation. A lot of things are happening. So, a few weeks ago, I actually made a uh, post. I published a, a brief word on our Facebook uh, social media page that I want to take a second to actually talk about because I believe that this is the uh, fulfillment of that word, what I posted a few weeks ago. So, Wednesday, October 20th, okay, that night, when I, I had started to go to bed a little bit early that night, and I began sensing in my spirit uh, that something huge, some huge, massive change uh, was taking place. And I began sensing in my spirit that there was this change in the atmosphere and in the spirit. It was a major influx of energy that was just completely out of the ordinary. And what I began to feel and sense uh, was that I couldn't exactly pinpoint the exact event. I couldn't discern into exact words what I was sensing, but I felt this major shift occurring. Just major changes were occurring. I felt a major sense of celebration. I felt that this uh, felt this level of weight being shifted or being lifted off, and I sensed that something large uh, on a major grand scale was uh, taking place. It was going to impact the nation. Now, when I was given uh, my prophetic calling and my giftings back in 2015, it was like at that moment, my body became a major super uh, conductor, an antenna. And ever since 2015, I've just been able to see, I've been able to hear and sense everything. I've been able to discern um, all the way from the, the local community level uh, of things happening all the way up to a much larger level of things that would impact nations, including like biblical prophecy dealing with Israel. Now, I've been able to not only sense and receive all these different things that were happening with the Lord and with the angels, but also with the enemy and enemy activity, uh, even all the way into the demonic activities taking place as well. So in addition to uh, over the last five or six years into receiving dreams and visions and words and such, uh, I'm extremely sensitive to any kind of forecoming changes that are taking place. And I always uh, take note of something when it's occurring. So for like I said, the last five or six years of everything that I have published or that I've, I've put out on our website, this event was probably one of the greatest changes that I have ever experienced or sensed and this was so great let me tell you that it has kept me awake for three days and it's been going on and off for the last two or three weeks and this is uh there's been such uh, an energy influx um during those three days from the 20th to about the 23rd of october i could not sleep because there was just so much stuff happening so I went in prayer and I did seek the Lord for a word for what was uh, occurring and what was taking place. And essentially it was hidden from me. And I was told that what would happen would be revealed uh, soon. It would be revealed in the next coming days and weeks. And 
that told me that what was occurring was something uh, that the Lord was strategically doing as to not, not to reveal anything to the enemy. And I felt like that nobody really knew about what was happening. And that was on purpose uh, to protect some of the things that he was doing and what was going to occur. So October 20th, I published uh, that word and uh, on our social media pages and, and on our website. And I put into words the best way uh, that I could and what I was sensed it was taking place. And this is where I said, I said that major strongholds are collapsing at this very moment all over. I can feel it. I can sense it in the heavens. Battles and wars are being waged in one man. Major changes are occurring, and there is a balance upset about to happen. Over the next few days, you will begin to see it everywhere. Continue to pray and fast for the nation and for those being sent. Word for word, that's what I published. The main uh, things that really I said so was standing out was this balance upset. So uh, I really try not to pay any attention to all the different naysayers out there and all the different critics because, like I said, for the last uh, five or six years of prophesying and, and with the Lord affirming all, every word that I put out there, rather if it was spoken or revealed to me through a dream, uh, I trust all the things that the Lord has given to me um, over the last five or six years of what I've learned, what I've seen, what I've heard what I've sensed in the spirit. I've really developed uh, this system um, and the Lord has really worked through me these years. So I really trust uh, these words and revelations that are given to me. And if you guys go to our website under our prophetic section and uh, you go through, you can go through every single word I've ever published. They are all well documented, well organized, and they're very distinctive and in detail. Some of them even would time and date stamps uh there are some of them that even get into uh the exact timing the the time of day certain things that happen so there's one specific comment uh that i actually want to specifically address concerning this word that i published on our facebook page uh renee comments and she says the issue i see is that this could be any battle with any winner the Lord does not work that way. When he says a battle will be won or fought, he always tells who will be the victor and where the battle will be waged. This leaves so much open to one's own interpretation. That is why I ask for specifics. But I also believe that Brandon to be a brother, so maybe he can't say or has not been revealed to him yet. I would hope the revelation would be complete before an actual battle or victor occurs so that this vision is tested as true. Otherwise, the vagueness leads to flash witness status. So I can't say that there is a car accident going to happen today and not say who or where and be called a prophet. So to the extent of Renee's comment, I want to say that there is some truth to what she says. But if you actually go through and you read the Old Testament and you look at some of the text. Uh, that are actually prophecies in the Old Testament, a lot of them would actually appear to be vague prophecies. Uh, this coming, even some of them coming from the very mouth of the Lord. And then later in time, what would happen was the Lord would later reaffirm that prophecy. But there are a lot of other prophecies that are specific, but aren't necessary. They're specific, but they aren't specific. 
So if you look at Genesis chapter 3 concerning the fall, you have this very first prophecy concerning Jesus as an example. You know, the Lord says when he's talking to the serpent, cursed are you above all livestock and all wild animals. You'll crawl on your belly. You'll eat dust all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He will crush your head and you will strike his heel. So in a lot of ways, that prophecy is open to a lot of different interpretation. Okay, just like the entire book of Revelation, uh, even Daniel's 70 weeks prophecy is still being debated uh, to this day. Scholars cannot agree on one main interpretation. So it wasn't... Um, so, like I say, in a lot of ways, that prophecy from Genesis is open to a lot of interpretation. And it wasn't until much later when we get into some of the prophecies that were put forward by David in the Psalms. Or if you get into the prophets of Isaiah or Zechariah several thousand years and, uh, later, where we get much more better glimpse into uh, Genesis prophecy concerning Jesus. Uh, and even if you look at the uh, context, uh, when Jacob is... Uh, pronouncing all these different prophecies over his 12 sons in the end of Genesis. A lot of it is very vague, doesn't make any sense until you get context hundreds or thousands of years later. But really, okay, it wasn't until Jesus himself actually came and fulfilled that prophecy of Genesis where uh, through the cross, where we truly understand the meaning, the context and the fulfillment of that word, dealing with Jesus crushing the head of the serpent and how the serpent would strike his heel. There's even the prophecy of the cross in that message. So some prophecies are very specific, and some are very uh, some are very specific, and some aren't all that specific uh, in aspects. But it isn't until after that word is fulfilled where we can actually look back and we can gain the context and understanding as to what was being said, and we can see and we can testify the validity of that word. Now, in most cases, most of the words that I put forward are very specific. Like I said, if you uh, go through and to our website and you read through some of those words, okay, they talk about the exact time of the day, the nature of the event, how the event occurs. Some words or visions even get into specifics as to why certain things happen the way that they happen. And if you watch our Northeast Coast Prophecies video message. I get into the specific details on a lot of those words concerning the elections, even in connection to Bible prophecy, in connection to Israel, and in connection to the church and over the nation. They are very detailed, well documented. So if you haven't already, go back and watch that message. But a lot of you guys, for most of the people that know me who have followed my ministry for the last several years uh, know this already and i appreciate uh, the support each and every one of you do give so now all that being said okay the one that was uh the one that was absolutely clear to me and it's worded exactly as such was that uh in the word that i published was that there was about to be a major upset a balance shift in power and when I was sensing this word, I, I was not given any kind of revelation about the elections or anything like that. I didn't even have in mind about the elections. I just knew that 
there was just going to be a major balance shift in power. That's all I knew. Now, understanding how principalities and how spiritual realms operate, I knew that a major stronghold had collapsed. That was very clear to me uh, that there was a major stronghold that had collapsed in the spiritual realm between the angels. And I knew that it was only going to be a matter of time until that would begin to manifest physically. That was, that was really the logic behind this word. And so a great example of this is actually found in Exodus chapter 17, verses 12 through 14, where the Israelites were in battle with one of their constant enemies, the Amalekites. When Moses raises his arms up where the Israelites would begin to win the battle, but when he lowered his arms, they would begin to lose that battle. And so Aaron and Hur had to hold up Moses' arms for Israel to prevail over the battle. So in today's times, okay, that would a lot of people would probably just call that superstition. But this is uh, literally the weight and responsibility of those that the Lord has called into leadership in the church. What happened between 2016 and 2020 was that the nation, what we did is we propped up the president, President Trump, to wage all of our battles, but once... Once he became elected, he seemed to be the only one doing all the heavy lifting. And that became 100% clear, 100% clear in the 2020 elections. When nobody came to his aid or his defense, no one did a single thing to fight back against the corruption and the fraud that took place. Um, that came with a very heavy toll. And as we have experienced over the past year or so, we realize the gravity of not standing up, of not picking up the fight, of not uh, coming to the defense uh, and the truth of when things uh, have happened. And so what the Lord has been revealing is that this fight isn't just the responsibility of one person, but rather all of us, okay? And if you that's clear in the Old Testament, even... Uh, if you go back and you read the stories of Israel, God held the entire clans and tribes of Israel accountable. Even if one family, even if there was one sin found in one family's camp, it would cause the entire nation to fall. So we can't just sit back and we cannot get into the paddle and expect that just one or two people to carry the entire weight. And this has been happening for a long time. This happens all the time, especially in the local community churches. And you'll get a handful of believers in a community church who bear a majority of the responsibility and become so weighted down that they get exhausted and overwhelmed. And this is exactly how we get into losing battles and losing our influence. So we've got to get into the fight. We've got to support one another. We have to actively put our faith to work, not just believing and praying. We've got to actually get out there and be the hands and feet, the voice of Christ. As the body of Christ, we want to be able to prevail. You know, as the Bible told us and as Jesus commands us, you know, the Bible commands us to bear the burdens of one another. This is all of our responsibilities, not just one person. So as of this morning, what we're seeing through the Virginia elections, and, what, and we're going to have to watch, wait and see what happens with New Jersey. But the message is absolutely clear to me to, that we have to get much more involved. We have to get
get much more involved, all of us, if we want to prevail. It's clear to me that uh, what I sensed in that word was indeed about the elections taking place and possibly dealing with the Supreme Court with the Texas abortion ban as well as the Second Amendment gun rights concerning New York. And something else that I want to kind of bring up is also the vaccination status with these vaccine mandates, okay? Number one, the issue with vaccines has always been present. It's always been there. The issue with uh, with using aborted fetal uh, cell tissues and the development of vaccines has been going on for the last 20, 30, 40 years. The problem is it was just never highlighted. Not many people were talking about it. It wasn't a big deal until all of a sudden, all of us are being forced to take this vaccine and now all of a sudden we want to do something about it. So in reality, my perspective on these vaccine mandates is actually a, an act of tremendous grace from the Lord showing us what we have been missing and where we have been failing this entire time. Abortion has been the, a major issue since Roe v. Wade. Nobody was doing anything about it ever since Lyndon B. Johnson passed all those uh, legislatures do, dealing with the 501c3 tax code. A lot of the churches became obsolete and stopped speaking out on social issues uh, in the nation and with our government leadership, especially with abortion because of the threat of losing the 501c3. So a lot of churches were not vocal, uh, were not involved in the fight dealing with uh, social issues. That, In my opinion, all of these issues are biblical and moral issues. They concern every single one of us. Now, if you guys will remember, okay, for those of you guys who have been keeping up with our ministry, with my video messages concerning the Northeast Coast prophecies, all these things, everything that we're dealing with now, I believe... Uh, although it b began probably 30, 40 years ago, but in reality, it came down to two things uh, in 2019. First being with abortion, with late-term abortion that was passed in New York. Okay, That's why Andrew Cuomo is no longer in power. That's what I believe. And that also occurred in Virginia, and that's why we're seeing a major upset right now. And thank God these are signs that... We are turning back to the Lord. We're repenting. We are realizing the gravity of not doing anything at all. Uh, but the second thing that some of these issues also came down to was also with Israel. Okay, A lack of, uh, I believe, in all, all honesty and all respect to the church, uh, the church has really kind of lost its sense of sensitivity uh, to right and wrong, to discernment, to, to truth. Um, because if you look at the issue with Israel, okay, 2019, our nation put forward a two-state solution deal that would have divided up the nation of Israel. And this wasn't done through a Democrat. This was done through a Republican, a conservative, to a God-fearing man, President Trump, okay? And uh, a lot of us praised that deal because it greatly favored Israel. But when you look at, look at it, Regardless of how much it favored Israel, it was still against the word of God because Joel chapter 3, actually you read the, the entire book of the Bible, God is, uh, all the books in the Bible, if you, God is extremely against anything dealing with the division of his land, his inheritance, or his, be, his people, okay? 
when it comes right down to it, all the, uh, the foundation, the very word of God was built and established through his people. Uh, we have the, the reason why we have the Bible today, we have the gospel message today through Jesus, is because of Israel. So God has uh, never changed. He is still the same God as he has always been. That means that uh, if you uh, come against the word of God, like you know, dividing up the land of Israel, of course there's going to be, rep uh, rep I can't say the word, there's going to be uh, consequences. And so, uh, unfortunately, the church failed to notice that. I am still struggling to, to this day, two years later, trying to get that truth out to the churches. Uh, thousands of people just stopped following us, all because I mentioned the truth about what happened with the 2020 elections, uh, the false, unfortunately, with the president. A lot of people just uh, dismissed me. So um, I, I understand that right now we are dealing with uh, a lot of false prophets, a lot of false teachers out there. Uh, so I do understand the skepticism and I do welcome the skepticism to a point. Uh, we should ask questions and put everything uh, to the test. But as the Bible says, all you have to do, just look at the words. Do they come to pass? Do they not? Uh, and everything that the Lord has shown us has come to pass. All of it. Um, and the things that we're putting out to this day, uh, we're waiting to be fulfilled. Uh, so nothing has actually been discredited. None of these words that the Lord has given to us has, has uh, been discredited at all. So I just, uh, that being said, uh, you guys should, uh, of course, put everything to the test. But try not to be so legalistic. Don't be so caught up with the religious spirit that was with the Pharisees, where you get so legalistic over certain attributes uh, dealing with um, biblical prophecy because uh, there are a lot of things I think and people truly really knew what I knew about the Lord about all, uh, certain things you would not be able to have the faith to be able to believe because uh, there are a lot of things where uh, that are so surprising that you would never expect for the Lord to do or for God to you know, look at Mary look at uh, the way that Jesus was born for instance, okay, Jesus, uh, Mary was the virgin birth of Jesus, the conception of Jesus, okay, the uh, the virgin birth, all that stuff. You know, Mary and Joseph weren't married yet. There was, and she was. There was a lot of things to that. If some, if if that were to happen in our present time, if we were in an age where we were still waiting for the first coming of Jesus, and this happened, the church would completely dismiss it just like they would have done in the Old Testament because they would say, well, she's they're not married. All the, and There would be so much context. Mary was probably 14 years old when this happened. She's underage. All this stuff. And we would completely miss the prophecy and prophetic fulfillments. And we would be just like Israel at that time. And we would completely have missed the coming, the first coming of Jesus. And I'm afraid that's what's happening. That's what's going to happen with the second coming and with the rapture. With the, I, I'm a firm believer of pre-rapture tribulation uh, theory. I'm afraid a lot of people are what, so legally mis, uh, legalistic minded that they're going to completely miss all the signs around them. All the prophecies that are happening. All the things that are being spoken uh, to this day through all kinds of different people. You guys are just going to 
completely dismiss it because you're closed-minded. Just like Jesus says, the, the gates of heaven are, the kingdom of heaven are narrow, very narrow. Okay, in order to fit through that narrow door, Jesus said, you got to be like these children. You got to have the faith to be able to believe like these children. You got to be open-minded. God does some incredible things, incredible, incredible things. The way that he does them are so extraordinary. Uh, like the word says that our ways are, his ways are not our ways. Our ways are not his ways. They're, his ways are above us, far beyond our fathom or understanding. To this day, I think if we truly try to understand the, and grasp the mystery of grace through Jesus on the cross, you know, if we really think about it, it's just mind-blowing completely. So anyways, all that being said, guys, there are some major things happening. Stay in faith. I believe this was given to us at this time to bring hope, to bring encouragement. Like I always say, to not give up hope. Don't give up the fight. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Keep in, uh, keep encouragement, keep going. And uh, something else that I want to also mention before I forget uh, about what's happening with the elections and with this word, okay? Um, I think a lot of things that are happening, I think folks are finally starting to realize uh, the picture that we've got to get out there, get vocal, get involved on the local level with our school boards, with the uh, with city council meetings, no matter how big or how small your city is, because as an obvious conclusion as to what is happening, what happened with Virginia last night, we can the conclusions that we can make here is that it makes a difference when you get involved in your local school board meetings, your uh, community council meetings. You get involved. You speak your voice. You get this stuff out there to the public for people to see. Because this election was won at the local level because parents got involved, Christians got involved in the local scene in their school board meetings, all these things. None of this would have happened had they not uh, fought back, got into these school board meetings, and found a way around the tyranny. So anyways, guys, uh, like I said, keep, uh, keep running your race. Keep finding a good fight of faith. Don't give up and stay encouraged. If you guys need anything at all, questions, comments, or concerns, please get in touch with me.